Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Mm, noises. Strange magic. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Doctor Strange Inside of the many universes that are mad. Uh-huh. Within, Within the, multi- the multiplicative universes. Of wackiness. Of zaniness. Is that what we want to go with? Are we going to keep that? All right. That's yeah, fine. fuck it. Every night, I dream the same dream. nightmare begins so jet lagged (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're so this isn't actually going to be like this is like the first thing we recorded since we're back uh Mm -hmm. it's not the first thing people are going to hear but i mean fucking whatever yeah i know we're in the multiverse now baby we are yeah we're a week late Um, backwards is forwards up is down red (laughs) is green what there's something else coming out this weekend that this is coming out after that I feel like I wanted to see. Do you remember what it is? I don't know. I think Men Does comes matter? out soon. Men comes out soon, but not that week, this weekend. All right. Well, then it fuck doesn't it. It matter. doesn't matter. We're, we're a week late, which is fine. It's fucking fine. It was kind of a pain in the Like, I had to go a weekend avoiding Twitter uh, because of this every, fucking movie. Avoiding, not just Twitter, avoiding every website on the internet. Right. And here, here's the thing. I'm not a big Marvel fan. I just like not knowing what's going to yeah, be in a movie. Sometimes when I watch a movie, I'll, I dare say most times, 99% of the time, I like to not know what's going to happen. Right. And it, this is one of those, like, it's a combination of things. It's the yeah. internet. It's fandom. Yeah. It happens for uh, everything. But people are not good at this. No, <laughs> they're, ac- they're actively bad at it. Yeah, and so it's kind of to the point that if I hit a spoiler, I often just go, well, I have myself to blame, you know, like, because it's like, it's like getting mauled by a tiger. It's like, what what did you think the tiger was going to do? Yeah. Like, Twitter is going to spoil everything. That's mm-hmm. what it does. Yeah. Uh, I, here's what I'll say, though. I didn't think there was much to spoil in this. Not really. I knew uh, Professor X was yeah, going to be we, all, we all knew professor sex and his 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 gleaming sexual dome right and his bright yellow sexual wheelchair would be in the film oh yeah yeah i got very the- close to laughing aloud and uh <laughs> yeah and honestly <laughs> leaving <laughs> i got pretty close to leaving when that happened oh that's great i we have so much to talk about here. yeah it's I'll, I'll preface this whole episode with uh, one of the things I did see uh, was uh, Elizabeth Olsen made comments that have been circulated far and wide now, basically arguing on behalf of these gargantuan Marvel movies for Disney and how uh, critics or people who uh, deride them should be more mindful of the hundreds, if not thousands in some cases of people who work very hard to make these movies. And it's like, well, sure. Yeah, like they're a jobs provider, of course. And and obviously every movie you've ever seen, lots and lots of people worked really hard on. Um, right. However, um, when I went to see Doctor Strange uh, at my local AMC, which is a 24 screen theater, every single theater was showing Doctor Strange. No yep. other movie. And every single preview, with the exception of Top Gun, before Doctor Strange, was a preview for a Disney movie. 
Right. Or a preview for how great AMC is and how Nicole Kidman loves going there. And how she won a Pulitzer Heart, Prize. Heartbreak feels good. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you no, see that? It, did you see that? No. Yeah, she won a Pulitzer Prize for public for? for public good or public messaging or something for sure. for that the movies are back commercial the magic are the you movies. shitting me i am in no way shitting she you. didn't she didn't make the commercial she's just in it did she write did she go to amc and go i got an idea guys like what the that's fucking wild yeah, um that is no but that is beyond <laughs> beyond bonkers uh one appeal to but prize to you, in public yeah. ser- in public service incredible in the movies are back service you guys public service if i for her role ad. in a commercial for a chain of movie theaters in what way is that That's a public amazing. service well like if i wrote that ad i would be pissed yeah because like okay if you're gonna give it to that ad sure that's weird at least give it to the people who like made the ad mm-hmm. not the actor who it doesn't matter listen to your point yes it there's this weird like whenever someone is like you can't criticize this massive corporation it's always silly mm-hmm. i get what she's saying like it, i always think about being someone who criticizes movies and also aspires to write movies it's i always feel like i might be burning bridges you know, because when you're in the industry, yeah, I get why you don't criticize other people in the industry because you have to work for them. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to get you're, you're applying for all your future jobs every time yeah. you open your mouth. But I also know that people in the industry grips, you know, yeah, they know uh, special when, effects artists. They know when a movie's they know bad. when a movie's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, we, not we, like they're not going to get work because they're in a movie that is criticized. Certainly not this movie. Yeah, there was a. I saw a, a, a Christina Holland, I think, a former cracked person. Oh uh, yeah, talking about that. Talking yeah. about this, yeah, because she did uh, visual effects for a lot of movies, a lot right, of animated and I, movies, and she's like, yeah, you know, people below the line working on a movie know when the movie sucks. <laughs> like, right. it's not. And here's the thing: even people above the line, I would know argue, when the movie sucks. Yeah, yeah, I would argue that the only thing that I I would consider toxic in criticism is when people like pin all the blame on one person yes uh where it's like yes a director has a lot more power than a grip but like it is it is a lot of uh pieces moving and so like if a movie turns out bad that doesn't necessarily mean people didn't try their best it there is good qualities in it right for example oh just 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 real quick and it's not even the criticism of marvel is has very little to do with the quality of the film yeah exactly it's it's the Um, fact that it's this this ogreish behemoth that's just eliminating all other competition the only my my point of saying that every all 24 screens in my amc was showing dr strange and nine of the 10 trailers were for Disney movies. My point is that the only game in town is Disney and that's bad yeah. regardless of how good the movies are They're Yeah. They're suffocating mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. That um, was my point. Right. There's, and, and so like, <clears throat> that is why I tend to be a little more favorable towards indie films. Um, I, I don't think that's unfair. No, it's not uh, unfair. An, another movie that came out, everything everywhere all at once also handles multiverses. Uh, and just going to this movie, uh, yeah, I, I guess what I was going to say is, uh, in the example of this movie, I really like the directing of this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I thought the script was terrible. Yeah. This is a bad movie. It's a bad movie directed beautifully. It's a bad, it's it's a bad movie directed by, uh, a a, a little, a little scamp, uh, a mischievous little scamp that's, uh, being allowed to do. As far as I could tell, pretty much whatever he wanted. Anything he wants. <laughs> yeah. So this is why I'm I'm in I'm terribly conflicted. Yes. Part of me wants yes. to fucking part of me wants to just say this movie is amazing, everybody go see it. Then but at the same time, of course people are gonna go see it. Yeah. It's not gonna be hurting anytime soon. Mm-mm. And uh, the reason why is just that Marvel has never let a director do whatever they wanted, uh as much as they let Sam Raimi do whatever he wanted making in, this movie. In this movie. It's it's truly incredible. <laughs> It is. <laughs> he didn't write the script, though. The person who wrote the script no. hasn't written many movies. Uh, you know, I wish them the best. I'm sure they had to do, and this, you know, 
a huge fucking balancing act with Marvel. I'm and, sure there was a million things was thrown a, at them. This was a specific nightmare, too, because it was originally supposed yeah. to come out before the latest Spider-Man movie. So it was delayed at least once for it to be rewritten uh, right. just because the sequence of events no longer made sense. Yeah. Um, so this was a nightmare film to write, I'm sure. And it was obviously had to be written by committee because it's, it's this movie is like kind of plot maintenance. Um, yeah. As, as is like, it feels like most Marvel, most films Marvel movies. It, 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 this is also a, a gigantic postscript to the WandaVision TV show, basically. Yeah, they. it's still, I guess, Shang-Chi. Uh, and I guess even Spider, The Last Spider-Man, which I quite enjoyed, mm-hmm. still felt like it's all like wrapping stuff up. No, Shang- Shang-Chi like, felt new to me. Shang-Chi felt like a new chapter. That's what I'm saying. Chapter. Shang-Chi is like the only one that felt like we were telling a, a, a story. Yeah. And not just segueing between two different stories. Um. But here's the thing is none of that really would have mattered to me because I would say like the third Thor is technically that, right? Yes. Like that's just like, and but I, that's a great movie. Yes. That, that movie is a lot of fun. Um, and it's for a lot of the reason. There's a lot of the same reasons uh, that make the good parts of this movie good is that I feel like it wasn't super important right. to the higher ups. uh what was in these movies necessarily as long as they occupied the release uh, 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 quadrant that they needed and put in place the connective tissue that they needed for the next stage of Marvel films. So it's like, yeah, kind of do whatever you want. It's like a substitute teacher day. So yeah. So we get this Dr. Strange sequel that is just Sam Raimi as fuck. Like it's so again, best part of the movie. So delightful to see him pulling out his fucking Sam Raimi tricks in a fucking $300 million Marvel movie for Disney. Fucking (laughs) great. But I guess what it is, is that even though this is like, yeah, a transitional film, Mm -hmm. um, like we said, like Thor, Thor, Thor could it like, it can be fun. It can still be fun. Yeah. My biggest issue with this, the script of this movie is not much madness. (laughs) Like, I brought up everything everywhere all at once, which tackles the multiverse in this fucking balls to the wall way. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously completely different film, but it's weird coming off of that film and going to this and realizing like how many multiverses did they actually hit? Like three, <laughs> like there's a montage yeah, where they go through a bunch, but that takes two seconds. Yeah. They spend most of the movie in uh, a universe that is for all very, almost no different from our universe. Yeah. Uh, and so most like, of the movie is just them being in jail in that universe. Yeah. And so it was like, they didn't really deliver on what everybody was expecting. Um, because like, yeah, fucking three multiverses. One is just like shitty and dark. And it's just like one. It's just the one Dr. Strange house. The other one is, yeah, like a slightly futuristic one. And then the other is just ours. Mm-hmm. And they don't really explore like, I was expecting like a shitload of Doctor Stranges, a bunch of variations, like a lot of fun, you know, multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. And that really wasn't this at all. It actually felt short. I looked up the runtime afterwards. It's two hours. I was like, yeah, it felt it felt small and short in this weird way. That was I was so excited that it was two hours. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it could have been longer. I guess. I guess the, um, the the multiverse of madness could refer to this. Okay, here here's me arguing for the merits of this film. Like sure. like thematically, um, the 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 biggest idea here is how the knowledge of the multiverse would make would drive a person insane, uh, right. in, a, in a specific way. Uh, because if you learned that there were multiverses, infinite possibilities, and in in these universes like in one of them is a is a, is a version of you where you have everything you want uh, what would you do to to take that stuff uh right. and that's the basic premise of this film uh and specifically how it makes uh wanda scarlet witch uh insane uh she's 
and become a villain combing the multiverse for her kids and that's the coolest thing this movie does is that it makes her a villain and it makes her a villain immediately and i felt like yeah like jarringly quick yeah the trailers did a good job of hiding that like i didn't oh for sure for some reason uh, like maybe i i don't know if i'm like a dummy but like i came into this movie expecting wanda to not be the villain like i thought she was going to be involved in it and was going to have you know an arc related to her having to deal with you know the fallout from wandavision from holding a town hostage in her mind basically and right uh and all this loss that she's had to endure uh did not expect her to be the bad guy did not expect her to be the bad guy immediately Right. It kind of <laughs> makes all of WandaVision not matter, but you know. It super does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, she goes looking for her kids, not vision, not a world with vision, Mm-mm. just her kids, which exist in other universes, even though she made them up in WandaVision, right? Yes. So that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, in, in, an, in, an, inf- in an infinite number of possibilities, she had those two kids. Okay. I mean, if you if you accept the idea of the multiverse, then sure, there is a universe I'm, in which she had those two but children. They're the, they're the kids she made. How did they? Were they already kids in WandaVision, or did she like make them from her mind? Um, I think she made them from her mind. It's weird. That's just weird to me that they happen to also exist in a multiverse. Despite, I guess you could argue like if they had set this up better, she could have been dreaming about them because we learn that our dreams is our alternate selves in the multiverse. Um, yeah. I just start to realize I, it's, it's one of those things where this movie, I feel like we're going to get so many inconsistencies from ultimately of like these magic books that show up. Yeah. That's like, I never heard of these before, like certain powers where it's going to be a lot of like, well, why didn't you do that in this previous movie? It's kind of like also the idea of like, Everybody seems to look the same in other multiverses, except for Spider-Man. Like, there's that weirdness from the Spider-Man ones. It just... Yeah. I'm realizing they're using the term multiverse to do literally whatever they want. Yes, they're using it. That was... I think that's my biggest gripe with this movie, is that they're just... And I think we talked about it a little bit when we talked about the Spider-Man No Way Home, is that they're basically just using the multiverse to get the moments that they want. Like yes. when they introduce the Illuminati and they show all all the people like they have Haley Atwell come as Captain Carter and that's a cheer moment. And then right. they show they finally show John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. And that's supposed right. to be a big cheer moment. And then uh, Patrick Stewart coming wheeling out in his uh, animated series uh, yellow hover chair uh, with the animated series theme song playing in the score. Uh, as Professor X to then die for a third time. Yep. In the history of Marvel, won't be the last. Tom won't be the last time. He dies for the third time in this movie. It's, uh, it's fan fiction. It's just yeah, they're just trotting out moments to get us to clap, and then they just they immediately kill everyone, which would have been would. You I, know what my my cynical view of that is? What's that? I think they're doing a James Gunn. I think they saw stuff like Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, and they're like, we can do that. And so they did that moment where they introduce a bunch of people and then they kill them in brutal or unceremonious ways, which was fun. Like, don't get me wrong, but it just, it, it, it doesn't, it felt like a response almost to that. Uh, I don't know if that's true at all, well, it but made- that feels like a note, like a studio note of like, we should do that. Yeah, and it, it just made the it made the cynicism of it so apparent because it was yeah. just like, oh well, you don't ever actually have to bring Patrick Stewart back after this. You don't ever necessarily have to bring John Krasinski back after this. Right? Uh, they like, will, but it would be hilarious if they didn't. They might. They, didn't, <laughs> they don't they, have to. I, I think they, I, they think could I have... read something that they were pl- planning to with Krasinski. Okay, um, but, but I'm like, just I'm just saying it's it became right. it became very very apparent that they don't have to. Uh, so it's just, they just trotted them out to get the, to get the claps and then they, uh, killed them off to get like the, the memes out of it. Like the, Oh, can you believe this sequence in Dr. Strange? Even though it's a sequence we've seen, I don't know, five times that I can think of. Cause before, yeah. 
Before James Gunn, there was Invincible. Before Invincible, there was The Boys. Before The Boys, there was Kick-Ass. Like, we have seen the quote-unquote Avengers get killed unceremoniously and brutally a lot now. So it's like when we've seen it happen so much that we're now getting the sanitized Disney corporate version of it in Sam Raimi's movie. Even though I'm delighted at the Sam Raiminess of it and how yeah, I, get it. I, I don't Raimi understand great stuff. how he did how you did that sequence without getting an R rating. He walks <laughs> that line. When, like you do not this is one where people are going to be very upset about bringing kids this to This movie should have been R rated. Yeah, when she only crawls re- out of that fucking gong and it was like, well, there's the Sam Raimi we all know and love right there. Yeah. Like I mean, he's he just made Wanda's a deadite in this movie. Like yeah. he just and that's <laughs> she has no reason to be, but she is. She's just I a deadite it. in this movie. Um, I mean, she's corrupted by the Darkhold, you know, and, right, and she, right, she, right. she is both uh, driven herself insane with grief, which, again, throws WandaVision straight out the window. The only parts of WandaVision that mattered, it turns out, were the last five seconds. Yeah. Uh, the post credit scene where we see that she's reading the Darkhold in solitude. That's the only part that mattered. Right. Um, also, why is there a temple to her? I don't know. Uh, well, they they dig. Uh, uh, what's her? Oh gosh, uh, Agatha. Uh, Agatha. Um, in the sh- in the Wandavision show. Oh my gosh, who plays her? I don't know names, man. Fuck, she's great too. Uh, I can't. She I can't great. pull her name right now. Uh, but anyway, that character. Um, had a uh, she she laid some kind of spiel on her about how there's a prophecy about the Scarlet Witch and how. It's okay. it's 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 someone who has come uh, and 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 returned uh, like over the years. I I believe. All right, prophecy is very weak writing technique. Oh yeah, it's yes, of course it is. Just like yeah. the whole the whole subplot with uh, America Chavez, where it's I can't control God. I can't control my power. She learns nothing about having to control her power and is just able to control her power when the movie needs her to control her power. Yeah. On on that subject, I want to pinpoint why, despite also having a Catherine lot of these Hahn. problems. God damn it. Catherine Hahn. There you go. All right. Um, despite having a lot of these problems, the last Spider-Man, um, No Way Home, was effective and I would say good yes. compared to this. And what it comes down to is that they did all the fan service, um, but they also managed. They also made to a story, a story driven by characters mm-hmm. that had an uh, emotional payoff, an emotional resonance. It had an actual yes. theme that made sense for the character and wasn't a cheat. Even though they had all this fan service in the movie, they still decided to make it mean something. Yep, I would argue this film barely has characters in it. Oh no, uh, they just have people uh, who go from point A to point B. Like they, there's yeah. no characters in this movie. America, I don't know the first fucking thing about her. Yeah, I what's know she that been doing she got for scared s- by a bee. She got her s- mom's <laughs> got sucked away, which is fucking hilarious. That's uh, the stupidest fucking origin story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She she doesn't really have a personality beyond no, that. No, she has no personality. Nobody as, has any personality yeah, in this movie. She might as well have been a dog. Yeah. Like that it, it she it, it it's her arc is I can't control my powers and then Doctor Strange says, "Yes, you can." And guess what? She can. She just does. <laughs> yeah. Um there's so many weird character inconsistencies. The one I've seen going around on the internet is Wong after Wanda kills almost everybody is like, I'm not telling you what, where to go to this temple or whatever. And she says, okay, well I'll kill these four people. And he says, Oh God, don't do that. I'll tell you. And it's like, really? Mm -hmm. You've been, you've drawn such hard lines until that moment. Uh, Also, even though I love the cameo, extremely weird that Dr. Strange would make a pizza vendor beat himself up for two weeks because he dared to ask for money. Yeah. Like, that is the opposite of a hero. That is a villain. That yeah. is something Loki would do. Yeah. That is not something Doctor Strange would do. As, as get, hilarious yeah. as it is to have Bruce Campbell show up as Pizza Papa. Yeah, I get the, the and, meta and joke is beautiful. It's th- the meta joke. It's to get him to beat himself up. That's the whole point. To just do Ash. To just do um, Ash, yeah. Yeah, and like, I love him. I love it. Yeah, he's great. Um, it doesn't make any sense why, for the like, character to have done that, yeah. 
Yeah, it really is. This movie is hinged on the fact that Sam Raimi directed it. For yes. me personally, had he not directed it, there'd be nothing in this film. There'd be nothing me. about the 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 most the best thing about this movie is Elizabeth Olsen um, just having a fucking blast playing a bad guy. Yeah. And the reason, part of the reason it works so well is because she's being able to be a bad guy in a Sam Raimi movie. Right. So she, so she's fucking scary in this movie. Right. This, what this movie did is made me say like, Sam Raimi, get all these cast members together mm-hmm. and make a, go make another movie. And make another movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make another, because, yeah. make another movie about Elizabeth Olsen being a terrifying witch. Yeah, she's great. She's so um, she's having so much fun in this, and right. combining that with the way Sam Raimi does horror and and black magic and shit is just so fucking cool. So good. It's so good. Yeah. But her character again, also, I would argue, even if you've seen WandaVision, seems wildly inconsistent. They're asking Be- us to fill it to fill it in ourselves. Yeah, which yeah, is which is lame. It's a it, the, that's a that's a bad excuse. Yeah, the lesson of WandaVision was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm releasing these people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to become the villain. And she just fucking, she starts as the villain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck happened between mm-hmm. those two things? Um, like, at first I was like, well, if, if you haven't seen WandaVision, this is confusing. And then I realized, like, I have seen WandaVision and this is confusing. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a fucking mess. <laughs> it's a huge mess. Yeah. The the uh, this the saving grace is is Sam Raimi's direction. Like it it moves fast. It moves uh, he, too fast in some places. In I some places, say. it's it's mostly the plot wise. This movie is bewildering. It's yeah. ju- it's just and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and it's right. Like, he's okay. at the wedding and he just happens to yeah. He he just happens upon the ma- the America fighting well, here's, a monster here's, that sends him into the plot. Yeah, uh, she just happens to 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 jump right to his location, but then they have some gobbledygook about like you always see you can control your power because you always teleported exactly where you needed to go. But like, so we learn the movie opens with him having a nightmare about him, a version of himself trying to get America to the Vish- the Book of the Vishanti, uh, so that they can right. defeat this evil. Uh, but then he gets stopped by this monster and he's like, oh, the only way around this is to steal your power. It's the only way, but he gets killed by the monster and she escapes. And then strange wakes up and he's like, oh, that was a crazy nightmare. And then when he meets America the next day, she's like, that wasn't a nightmare that actually happened. That's how multiverses work. So that means that America already knows that in order to win, they need to get the book of the Vishanti, but she says nothing about it until Wong and Dr. Strange figure this out themselves. Right, that's a good point. Also, it's just, bad writing. How does how does she know that that's how dreams work? I guess she's just figured she's it been, out. She's been living in the multiverse for I guess yeah. ten years at this point. Yeah, I guess. I so guess, I guess she's just she, she would figure some. Uh, that's fine. Like I accept that you would learn some stuff if you were hopping multiverses for a decade. That's true. Um, and then that book ultimately doesn't matter. Doesn't do and shit. So it was like oh. <laughs> So we're just buying time here. We're just spinning yeah. our wheels. The book didn't do a fucking thing. There's a lot of that. The, again, like you said, like that whole sequence with the uh, what's their fucking call the immortals, like the it, the they, uh, the Illuminati. Illuminati. Um, yeah, they ultimately were there just to make people clap. Mm-hmm. They got rid of them, and then when that was done, I was like, oh, so none of that mattered. Like, there's so much of this movie is just that. <laughs> buying time is just vamping yeah it truly is and then when they oh my god the jail cells they're keeping them in where it's like okay so strange has these these manacles on so he can't use his magic and america hasn't figured out how to use her power at will so they're stuck in these boxes uh these like um transparent prison cells and rachel mcadams says something about like how they're designed to hold in superpowered entities or whatever but right. then, like, later, she's just smashing it open with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> right. Well, that's not super-powered, Tom. <laughs> like, this, the, the, it's, it's so... fire extinguisher. It's so funny to me how l- this, a little of a shit this movie, this movie's script gives about you. Like, yes, it really felt like the audience was stupid. Yeah. 
and was just they dangle pretty things in front of yeah. them well and they'll, they'll clap cheer. for this so they won't realize that like none of this makes any sense right and sadly they're probably right i mean to be perfectly honest a lot of the stuff that's a problem i only noticed like after because yeah. i fucking loved sam raimi's directing yeah he gets to do all the, sam, the fun sam raimi stuff and it's yeah so yeah it's that like, stuff is that stuff is so good that's <laughs> we're, we're dogging this movie a lot but like it really can't be overstated that the the raminess and the combined with the elizabeth Ol- elizabeth olsenness of this movie is so strong that we like can't really completely shit on this like it saves right. this I'm movie gonna, i'm gonna watch this movie several yes! more times of course i am and i yeah i feel like like an asshole for that but it, it, it has nothing here's the thing is that the cynicism comes from marvel fandom for me which is ironic considering how much i am with this movie with my sam raimi fandom yeah which is no different where i'm like oh he did he made his hand possessed he did the thing so like if you watch this movie and you didn't give a shit about sam raimi or marvel there'd be nothing in it for you but i would say that if you're a, if you're such a marvel fan that you don't give a fuck if if a, a movie insults your intelligence then you'll enjoy it and if or, or if you're such a sam raimi fan that you don't give a fuck you'll also enjoy it it's for both yeah like that that's what it comes down to which all of it means it's still not a good movie it's just it's like one of the best directed marvel movies yes ever made ever made one of the best directed period it's a horror film yes it is (laughs) he made a horror (laughs) he did yeah and they allowed him to and And i mean it's they owe him man it is just the the man there are parts of this movie that are a whole lot of fun yeah (laughs) it's it's like yes it's again it can't be overstated how strong the the raminess uh saves this movie from being complete shit yeah like when she pops that guy's head um oh black bolt <laughs> yeah that's just like one of those ha, like moments um because she plugs his mouth so that he uh pops his own head again when bruce campbell is there delightful when uh yeah when she comes out of the fucking reflections and it is straight up sam raimi it's 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 like drag me to hell raimi mm-hmm um the the third eye stuff so very raimy mm-hmm. um i do like the setup and payoff of the zombie uh, the zombie that the yeah that was one of the funnest parts of the movie yeah basically that doctor strange that died at the beginning for whatever reason his body made it into our universe they bury the body and then there's this whole thing where they can possess different bodies and different multiverses so he does it to the corpse and shows up as a zombie and it was like oh that's great uh, with with a with a with a cape of of death spirits yeah yeah, yeah it was beautiful it's fucking bodacious yeah oh my gosh yeah there's <laughs> there's truly some moments in this that like if you just watched the clips you'd assume you're watching a fantastic film mm-hmm. uh which it's like i i i just wish those moments were accompanied by actual character development and like logic like again those books like jesus fucking christ what are those books i i guess if you're into the comics you probably know i mean they uh, don't it doesn't matter what they are in the comics like it in the movie they're i mean they're the, they're the same thing in the comics they are in the movie pretty much it's but it's like like it's like the we just JSX machina right like all. we just got through explaining like the book of the Vishanti winds up not mattering at all right um, and that that other that book that's apparent so the book of what is it called the Vishanti the book of the Vishanti uh, is the Grant's, good book that's supposed to give you whatever power you need to win right so say there's like i don't know a titan that wants to kill half the universe that seems like a good book to have right yeah so like where was it you know there's a lot of that where it's as they keep introducing more and more of this shit it just adds all these compounding questions and inconsistencies that they're just like you know don't worry about it it's magic or whatever and that's the stuff where it's like it feels like it's all collapsing in on itself well it wouldn't matter it wouldn't matter as much if they didn't keep referencing thanos yeah 
Like if they didn't sure. keep if they didn't keep making us think about it, then we wouldn't. Like we would just yeah, keep okay, true. it's time for the next thing. Like introduce these books. How come we didn't find it during right. Thanos? Because we didn't know about them during Thanos. And th- and that's the other issue that I would argue has been everything since Endgame, including the good ones. Yeah. Which is like I'm sorry, Marvel, you've created this situation for yourself. Every Marvel film I look at, I'm asking myself, so where is this heading? It has been three years since Endgame, and we still don't know where this is going next. No, we really don't. And we've been treading water for the past three years of these movies. And they keep like kind of teasing the next thing, but it doesn't go into anything. Yeah. You know, like in this one, Charlize Theron shows up and she's like, come with me. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know, yeah. like uh, Eternals had Blade in his voice and they had that fucking, sure. what was it, like Patton Oswald playing a little guy? Yeah. And again, it was a lot of like, all right, sh- sure. Where is this? Where is any of this heading? Uh, and I just, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. It's just tease after tease. And then these movies, which mostly feel like placeholders, like there is a difference between this and like, the first Captain America and the first Iron Man, like those felt like very complete films on their own that then teased little things here and there. Mm -hmm. Whereas this feels so much like, like mostly fandom, mostly teasing. These are very little actual plot. Right. Like we just pointed out with WandaVision, how the only thing that really mattered was the end credit scene. Um, And all the fucking, the, the, the white vision that showed up. Where is he? Where is where is that guy? Right. You think he might have had something to say about Wanda? Yeah, like it's uh, there's. You think he'd show up in this uh, or that? The other the the what's her name? Is it Rambo? Who? Oh yeah, is, who was who was uh, Captain Marvel in the Monica Rambo? Right. Yeah, and the Secret Wars stuff where it's like it's all set up now for something that I have no idea what it is. Yep. So the, it's what just I, all like just you wait. Every, Sorry, go, what, what I was going to say is every one of these movies with the like, except for like Shang-Chi, I guess. But like these movies have just felt since Endgame, these movies have just felt like two to two and a half hour long post credit scenes. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they feel like. And you say, OK, like you just I don't feel like I'm getting much of a story in the moment, uh, much of like a complete like I'm not. It, yeah, it just seems like the characters aren't really growing or changing. In some cases, they seem to be reverting. Yeah, we're just running um, errands. Yeah, it's side missions. It's yeah. all side missions, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think they know this. I think the pandemic kind of fucked them up, too. Yeah. But it's really it, it's really starting to get noticeable. Even, even as much fun as I'm having in some of these movies. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, they're, it's, I, it's winding down. And that's honestly okay. They've made like fucking 20 of these. Wait, dude, way more. Way more. Yeah. They've managed to do a pretty, like considering that this is so many movies that are supposed to be interwoven and have to be consistent and you have to constantly, constantly explain why other characters aren't there. You know, it's that, it's that very basic idea of like, why don't they call Thor? You know, all that shit. Um, Considering all the juggling they have to do, up until Endgame, they did pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some issues, but now it just feels like they've sort of like it's almost like a release where they're like, you know what? Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> like it just feels like again fan fiction at this point, um, and that's okay. Again, it, it it it's like they they told their story. They can maybe. I don't know what reset the universe. Do it, do their, do the DC thing where they start making like separate films, you know? Yeah. That'd be more fun. standalone. It really s- seems like they could use some standalone films. Mm-hmm. Like if they were just like, we're making blade, that would be way more exciting than the blade that we're going to get where we're making blade and there's going to be like 20 other things Yeah, that we have to weave into it. You know, it's, uh, put Morbius in there. It's the summer of Morbius. It's the summer of Morbius. It's the summer of Morbius, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Have Morbius in the beginning and the first 10 minutes and Blade just cuts off his head. Yep. That's that's (laughs) all we need. Have him be the first vampire that Blade kills. (laughs) Trash ass movie. (laughs) Yeah. I want that. 
I want I want him to cut off his head and say method act that. Yeah. And then uh yeah, and then we never s- <laughs> But yeah, like fucking Mahershala Ali has played. Come on, that's got to be good, but if they keep bogging it all down with this horse shit, it really is like they forgot to make an actual like, I don't know, movie here. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of I, I don't know, man. It's I don't know. It's whatever. It's this this is this is a this is a very bad movie rescued by two just incredible elements. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't to say that everybody isn't doing a great job. No. But it's definitely like Sam Raimi uh making demon Elizabeth Olsen yep. is delightful. The fucking even again, as silly as it was, the Professor X going into her mind and being jump that scared was to great. death. Yeah. When she when Sam she, Raimi is she, killing she, it. she disappears in the rubble and the sound drops out. I was like, Raimi, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a movie worth seeing because of Sam Raimi. Because they gave Sam Raimi way way too much money to basically make a high budget evil dead. Um at least in terms of the style. Not the, the plot. S- the style, yeah. Yeah. Although there is a book. There is an a, evil it is book. A, it is about a, a book of evil. A book of the dead, yeah. specifically. Yeah. Uh, so, like, and again, they owe him. He made two and a half successful Spider-Mans. Uh, I mean, the third was one of the biggest movies of all time at the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm counting half because of the, you know, people didn't like it. But yes, he made them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. They they really should learn. One of the lessons they do need to learn from this is let directors direct because, e- like, again, imagine if they got some like indie director who made like a couple of TV show episodes, like they love to do, and told them everything they had to do, lit it like every at Marvel, shot it like every Marvel. This would be such a piece of shit. Yeah, this um, would be a real Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, it is so important that they let Sam Raimi, a unique director, direct this because it single-handedly saves mm-hmm. this film. Mm-hmm. It's, and so if they should learn that lesson. I don't know if they will. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see uh, when Thor Love and Thunder comes out. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be Taika Waititi as shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think the thing that makes the difference is Sam Raimi is not a writer-director. I mean, he is, but he's not... That's not what makes him unique, right? No. Whereas Taika and and James Gunn, like, they're good directors, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but their, their writing is a big part of it, right? Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. And Marvel tends to be extremely good. Like, I, it seems like if you're a writer or an actor, Marvel is actually really liberating. Like they they'll they'll let you do a lot of stuff. Um, whereas if you're a director, they don't tend to, which is why this is unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's th- the... visually, this is not like a Marvel film, right? And it's it's the four quadrant blockbuster, sort of like the 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 big box retail idea, where well, they all have to look uniform so that everybody knows right. it's a Marvel movie. You know, yeah, this straight up has the the Evil Dead shots. It has the fucking. The, the shaky cam shots and the, the going like in ridiculous angles and ri- <laughs> like it's it's full on Sam Raimi to the point that he even does like one of the things Sam Raimi does that we for- always forget is he'll often do the like slow transitions or like the montage stuff mm-hmm. and they do that in this. Yes, they do. He and does all the stuff. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's... <laughs> This movie is also has disturbing violence in it. Yeah. <laughs> and just it, um, just the idea that that they were allowed to do this in a in a right. half billion dollar Disney Marvel movie. Fucking great. It's, it's bonkers. Movies I I would argue movies used to do this more. And I'm glad we're like I really hope this and like obviously DC already learned this lesson. Uh, about you know letting directors like make the films they want to make for better or for worse yeah uh and so like it's just nice to see marvel coming around to that and i just hope they keep doing it i hope they go back to edgar wright and be like look you can do whatever you want this time you know like uh i just i want to like that that really does save this for me is that like 
I will forgive a lot if it's made in an interesting way. And, you know, that's probably just me, but. Yeah, 100%. I, uh, if yeah. there's, if there's, like, you and I just got through saying in the same breath, this movie is bad. I can't wait to watch it again several more right. times. Like, yeah. there's, the, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's so it's important bad to just. And it's so much fun. Yeah, because the art was allowed, the artisticness of it was allowed to shine through. <laughs> yeah. This movie is bad, and it's also one of my favorite Marvel films. Yep. <laughs> that is hands down is bizarre to say it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an extremely bad movie that i will own <laughs> like this yeah. movie will live in my house yeah this will probably be one of the marvel films that people remember mm-hmm. i, oh, I yeah. think because it's gonna stand the oh fuck yeah out. Uh, yes uh, it's yeah it'll be difficult because it's you know the 27th or 28th movie at this point uh, in terms of like what the Christ is going on with the plot, but just like right, yeah, just <laughs> the, the this is like a chaotic so, glee of of yeah his direction and the horror stuff and yeah, this is so a one to one comparison, but like Halloween three, mm-hmm. like that's a movie that stands out that you can't quite say is good, but boy, people remember it mm-hmm. because then in the larger scheme of Halloween, you realize like man, that's one of the best ones. Like, and it's because they took a huge swing and did something really fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be very easy in 20 years from now or more for people to, like, bleed together the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they'll be like, oh, fuck, which Guardians of the Galaxy is that? Which Thor is that? There'll be no mistaking this one no. from the rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's sort of like how people have come around on like Batman Returns or like the Schumacher Batman. Right. Um, where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, those movies, you can't say those movies are good, but like, boy, did they go for something. They sure <laughs> like, did. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. That, no, I, think, I guess I that's think all this I have. Is, this, I think this is going to fall into the good, bad movie category. I think so, too. Th- this is a Congo, Dave. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes and no. I mean, like, there's 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 more artistic merit, infinitely more artistic merit to this than Congo. Right. Congo stands out because it's like the sheer cast performances mm-hmm. and like what are like this is uh, you know there's so fucking bizarre. There's what's so going much. On. There's so much batshit stuff in Congo. Yeah. Right. This is really like man. They did a great job here. You know who I want to see being more Sam Raimi films? Patrick Stewart. Sure. Like, he deserves to be in uh, another Raimi film, right? Yeah, probably. I think that would be delightful. My man's looking old, though. Yeah. Like, oh, he, yeah, he, no. he looks we, we real have... old in this movie. Yeah, he's going to start being our Betty White, and that's going to make me sad. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty much all I got, yeah. Yeah, as a Sam Raimi film or fan, I loved it. Yeah, it's uh, he's got such man, I, and I don't, you know, obviously you don't know how much of this is written, but like just the imaginativeness of of some of these sequences and so good. some of the stuff that is identifiably his, just because it's got his fingerprints all over it, and you've seen it before, right? And then there's other stuff that's like concept, like when they're fighting with music notes. I was like, this is a really cool idea. Yeah, and again, to see it all in the highest budget, mm-hmm. to see a deadite in the highest budget mm-hmm. imaginable. It's like, fuck, mm-hmm. I never thought I'd see this. Yeah. Uh, give him $300 million to make another Evil Dead, please. Do it, you cowards. Yeah. It'll make less than a sixteenth of that, but still. <laughs> but still, do, do it. Do it. You can afford oh, to. Yeah, why not? He's made you plenty of money. Give, him, give, give us something back. Yeah, this is- New this Evil is... Dead with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, do that. Yeah, fuck it. But yeah, this has already made all the money in the goddamn universe. Of course it has. Of course it so, has. In, in the multiverse. Like, I'm seeing, and I get it, uh, but I, I'm seeing a lot on, on the social meds of people who have seen it three or four times already. Uh, and my screening at a, uh, uh, like, seven on a Tuesday night was full. Right. Um, yeah, this people are enjoying this film, it seems. So this is going to continue making all of the money for them. So Sam Raimi will have produced four global hit billion dollar pictures for Marvel. Uh, yeah. 
and by extension Disney. So it's like, guys, give him something. Yeah. You reminded me of this in, in Hypecast when they like advertise this as a Sam Raimi film. You pointed out like they're probably doing that because of Spider-Man. And it didn't even occur to me. That's like, yeah, like uh, obviously Evil Dead is not a underground film or anything. But most people know him from from the Spider-Man, yeah. you know, from um, it, it, three of the biggest movies of all time and the biggest yeah. movies of the aughts. I had a shock about that because the after the post credit scene, which is Bruce Campbell again, everybody got up in the theater and the couple behind me, one of them said to the other, oh, man, I love Burn Notice. <laughs> yep. like, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. That's where you know him from. Sure, why not? Fuck me. He's great on Burn Notice. He is, but again, it's like, yeah, it's just so funny that that's that is a thing, and it's like again, so Evil Dead isn't underground by any means, but it is like, yeah, I guess people would know him from Burn Notice. Sure, these days, yeah, that's so weird to me. It's what my mom knows him from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you got to show your mom Evil Dead. Uh, she took me to see Army of Darkness in the theater. Oh, good for her. So I think she like remembers that that's him because I told her, but like right. she, know- she knows him from Burn Notice. Anyway, this right. is, we're getting, we don't need to get into we're all that. We're just talking now. Yeah, yeah now yeah, we're yeah. just talking. So we should, we should probably end the episode, Dave. What do you think? All right. We should. Hey folks, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. You can go on there. There'll be exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff watch Batman. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Uh, Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys. Uh, that's all for $5 a month. You get access to all of that. For a little more, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, there's other tiers there where you can get custom. We just watched episodes. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we'll probably add more at some point. There's been murmurs of plans of things that we can kind of add to sweeten the, sweeten the deal for you guys. So check that out. Mm-hmm. Different multiverses we could add, perhaps. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameFanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store, where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. Also, give us a review wherever you yeah, listen to podcasts. give us a review. A review. A review, if you will. Mm, I and, will. Uh, yeah, you will. Can we review our own stuff? Is that illegal? I think so. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's legal, yeah. Okay. You have to use a false name, though. Yeah, wear a fake mustache. Wear a disguise oh. while you type it, and oh, the, the police will never find you. Mm, those idiots. Mm-hmm. 